Welcome to the Sports GPS. With your hosts, Parker White and CJ Holly. Welcome to the Sports GPS Season 4, Episode 9. CJ, what are we talking about this week? Well, I mean, there's kind of a big thing happening in baseball. In our world. Yeah, in, in, in our world, yeah. it's massive. It's the MLB trade deadline, so it's a lot of that. Right. However, training camp for the NFL is, like, you know, kind of yeah. happening right now. Yeah, it's starting. And a couple of uh, big things have happened, and, uh, you know, there's some free agents still available. Mm-hmm. You maybe get a camp body. So we're definitely going to be talking about that, all that and more on this episode of the Sports GPS. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Sports GPS. Diving right into the MLB trade deadline. Some trades have already happened. Now, the deadline Tuesday is Tuesday at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the other trades is going to have to happen by then. But, like I said, there's already been some trades that have kind of snuck through early. And let's go ahead and chat about them right now. Uh, Parker, big news. The Angels, they acquired right-handed pitcher Lucas Giolito and Reynaldo Lopez from the Chicago White Sox for top prospects Edgar Cuero and Kai Bush. That's huge for the Angels because they decided they're not going to move Shohei Otani. So what they need to do, they need to get pitching and some offensive pieces. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's a huge move. I know both of us want, wish we had Giolito. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I thought the Phillies getting Lucas Giolito would kind of wrap up you know the trade deadline as far as i was concerned i mm-hmm. thought it was a, a a solid move for them but uh he's he's going to la uh for the junior circuit version of the la teams and yeah you know he's gonna enjoy success out there i think uh really you know laid back in la so i think he'll be yeah he'll be happy with that uh brewers they acquire carlos santana from their inner division rival pittsburgh pirates for minor league infielder uh, Johnny Severino. Yes, sir. And, I mean, that, that kid's going to be a stud. He's probably going to end up playing third base in the big leads just because I don't know if he's got the range to play shortstop. Yeah. And that's the reason why uh, Cincinnati was – or, sorry. Yeah, Milwaukee. sorry. Milwaukee was willing to give him <laughs> up. Excuse me. Um, Wrong team, same division. Yeah, you know, things. I, I hate that division anyway, so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's the reason why Milwaukee was willing to give him up anyway. Right, so the Bra- my Braves, we already made a couple of small deals. They acquired relievers Pierce Johnson and Taylor Hearn, one from the Rockies, the other from the Angels. One for just a couple minor leaguers, no big deal. And then for cash considerations. So I mean, I I think the Braves could still be in the in the mix in the mix for like a Josh Hader type out of the bullpen, but they definitely addressed the bullpen. Even though Pierce Johnson, yeah, you, know, you lost us the game the other night to the Red Sox. Thank you. Um, but I mean, the Braves, they needed bullpen depth and they got it in these two acquisitions. Yeah. And I, here's the thing with the Braves. They've, they've got enough pieces on the offensive side. They might actually be a, a quote unquote pseudo seller, uh, getting Vaughn Grisham out. Now I know he's not yeah. in the big league, but he is your top prospect. So yeah, like they could somewhat be a pseudo seller in that regard. Cause somebody might need that shortstop. Right. Um, but 
again, it's it's. I mean, know. look, if if they want to go big game hunting, I'm definitely willing to move on Grissom. I don't have I don't have a problem with the player, but like Orlando Arcia, all star this year, and he signed uh to sign an extension this off season very cheaply. So shortstop is not open, and he couldn't handle the outfield that much last year. So. Uh, shortstop is is his place because second base, the outfield is not a spot for Vongers. Absolutely. Uh, Dodgers acquire Kike Hernandez from the Red Sox for relievers Nick Robertson and Justin Hegeman. Um, <laughs> He's back in L.A. Yeah, back in L.A. You know what? Kike, why'd you even move from the West Coast, man? Just, yeah. just stay back. I mean, he wasn't bad in Boston, but it just it wasn't working. It didn't I, work. And I know Alex Cora was on the network yesterday, and they were asking him about the Kike trade. Because Boston's been they're the, one of the hottest teams in the game, so you wonder why they're selling a guy that valuable. But I think it's better f- for both places. Like, he didn't have a spot, an everyday spot, so get in L.A. and, uh, you know, I, I think it'll work as, as it usually will yeah, for the Dodgers. For, yeah, for sure. Uh, the Dodgers are also uh, have been in discussions for, you know, your favorite man crush in yeah. MLB, Nolan Arenado. Uh-huh. Gosh, that would – I would hate that. Yeah, I mean it. It makes sense for the Dodgers, even the Cardinals, because they they need a they need. A, we'll talk about it later, but yeah. they need to make some moves. Blow it up, blow it up. But um, I mean, he has a no trade clause, but he's from Southern California, so I think he would definitely accept a trade to the mm-hmm. Dodgers if it was brought to brought to pass. Absolutely. Uh, the Marlins, uh, they do a reliever swap with the Twins, Jorge Lopez and Dylan Florio. Flip flappy teams. Um, mm-hmm. They're looking for different things. Lopez, definitely a different pitcher than Florio. Oh, is, yeah. and, and that's what the Marlins are needing. And the Twins kind of want, you know, the Florio esque. So definitely something yeah. to happen. The Dodgers acquire Ahmed Rosario from the Guardians the and Guardians. shipped out Noah Syndergaard yeah. for the second straight year. Yeah, that did not work out for him. No, but I mean, hey, like, what are you, you going to do? Like, I mean, yeah. Syndergaard's a. Uh, Leaving L.A. again at the deadlines. Just this yeah. time it was the Dodgers version, so the Angels last right, year. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Guardians just needed another pitcher because uh, Shane Bieber went down and Syndergaard was available, and they, you know, they're yeah. willing to move on Ahmed Rosario, who's not hitting great except for with runners in scoring position. <laughs> yeah, only only when it matters. Yeah, you know, he's, he's like yeah. 220, and then with runners in scoring position, almost 300, so it's fine. Yeah. Everything's great. Yeah, a couple big like potential moves. Uh, the Reds they're reportedly interested in trading Jonathan India. I have no idea why they would do that. Uh, I know they need pitching, so are you willing to dangle a guy of that caliber of Jonathan India to get one? I guess, but I wouldn't move him because he's a foundation piece. Well, and I mean, I think they have a couple minor leaguers that could possibly fill that spot. And if you're, they're saying they're they're willing to move him, so that way. They're showing teams they're really interested in getting starting pitching. Yeah, I mean, as far as you know, that they're they're hitting great. It's just they're giving up so many runs. Yeah, they have they have the most runs scored outside of your uh, outside of your Braves and the Dodgers in the National League. It's a pretty good company. Oh, sorry, Arizona has more runs scored too, <laughs> but I mean, they're they're fourth. Y- yeah, I in, know. <laughs> in runs scored in the National League. Yeah, however, they've given up the third most runs. So like yeah, I mean, look, they need pitching. I'm not saying, but like, I don't know. I just look at Jonathan India as like a building block. Uh, but you know, do do what you gotta do yeah. to, to get what you need. Yeah, and that's that's what I think it is. It's just they're they're willing to move him. 
they don't necessarily want to. They're just right. they they are willing to move on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Padres are reportedly listening to trade offers for Juan Soto. Mm. Thoughts? Um, I understand it for the Padres because what for whatever the reason this mix of talent for the Padres is not working. So they got to make some changes. You're not going to move Manny Machado. Um, Juan Soto actually hasn't. I mean, he's been better this year, but like he hasn't been the superstar that we think he is. Look, he gets on base, but like I want that guy to swing the bat, and I just it's not working in San Diego. No, it's for not. the most part. So see what you can get for him because he's going to get paid, and I don't think they can do it. I mean, of course, I thought that was San Diego for a lot of things, but they just keep taking on money, making acquisitions. But uh, I mean, I would be okay with it because they 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 need to sell. Yeah, I think they need to sell. I think that him and two other pieces that we'll talk about next segment. They definitely need to sell. Oh, yeah. Um, but speaking of next segment, uh, we're talking about potential teams and who to watch at the deadline, either teams that need to blow it up, teams that need specific pieces. We'll talk about possible specific pieces for each one of those teams on the opposite side of our short break. Welcome back to the Sports GPS Potential teams to watch for at the deadline. There are several. Some teams could be buyers, some sellers, but we're going to go through the teams to look out for at the deadline, CJ. Absolutely. Let's go ahead and start with the sellers. Uh, You got the Mets, the Cardinals, and the Padres, and the White Sox. They're Mm -hmm. kind of the big sellers that everybody knows about. Now, uh, the Padres aren't a blow-it-up category. The other other three are blow-it-up category. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But... The, the Padres, they're going to trade Soto. They're probably going to trade Hayter. They're going to trade Snell. Yeah. I think those are the three that you do trade because you want to keep the core guys of Machado, uh, Machado Tatis. Cronenworth. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and they've got a young stable of half-decent arms and Musgrove. And um, why am I blanking on a couple others? Well, I mean, he's not young, but they just gave you Darvish big money. Right. That's true. So... They've got a stable arms, and Snell is a pending free agent, so it makes sense yeah. to move him, especially with a big year that he's having. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about teams that could possibly make moves. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles, they're in need of starting pitching in the worst way. Yeah. Even though their starters have been better as of late, uh, they still need uh, better, more quality, trusted arms. Yeah. Uh, the Angels, same boat. They need starting pitching, and they need some bats, right-handed preferably. Yeah. Uh, the Red Sox need a starting pitcher. Everybody needs starting pitcher. <laughs> yeah. And an offensive-minded shortstop. We do have a player in mind for them mm-hmm. who uh, might need a change of scenery to get going back again. Yeah. Uh, the Yankees, they need bullpen help more than they need starting pitching, and they also need left-handed bat, uh, considering basically all their power guys are from the uh, right side of the day. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the Phillies who need a left-handed starting pitcher is my preference. And then they need a right-handed left fielder. couple names out there are possible as well. So let's go ahead and dive in. Let's start with the Orioles. They need starting pitching. Some possible starting pitchers that they could go for. Blake Snell. Uh, Blake Snell. Water Rodriguez. Yeah, I like uh, Justin Verlander for them yeah, as I well. Yeah, would, I would love, but I don't know if he's going to get moved. I don't know if so he gets moved. Maybe, so maybe swap Scherzer. Verlander with Scherzer. Scherzer, yeah. Stroman. Yeah. I would like a Stroman in, in uh, Baltimore Orange. Um, maybe uh, Aaron Savali 
of the Guardians yeah. would be a, a decent yeah, you play can for get them. him on the cheap. Um, I don't think they end up with James Paxton from the Red Sox. He, he's no. a pending free agent, so if the Red Sox decide to sell, but I don't think they do. Yeah, they're like the hottest team in the game right now. They are. Well, them and the Cubs, but we yeah. know the Cubs are going to sell, so yeah. there's a possibility there. Uh, speaking of the Cubs, Kyle Hendricks has a club option for next year, so he could be on the move. Maybe Michael Lorenzen of the Tigers as Seth well. Lugo, the Pods. Absolutely, yeah. I don't, I don't know if they they sell Lugo because I think Lugo, um, I I think the only place that would give him a starting spot is San Diego, as of right now. Yeah. Even though he wasn't really great as a full time reliever with the Mets, he was yeah. better there than he has been as a starter. So uh-huh. if he wants to stay in the starter, I think he ends up keeping uh, his deal, even though he has an opt out. So I don't know if they truly move him. But, uh, yeah, I definitely think Lorenzen's on the move, and I actually like Lorenzen, and I like uh, Aaron Savali to go to the Orioles. I think they like. I think they make two starting pitcher moves. Savali's that controllable piece, and then obviously Lorenzen as the pending free agent. It's possible a, a deep place, even though he hasn't had the best year this year. He's an all-star. But – yeah, yeah, he's a first-time All-Star, um, but he he also hasn't allowed a run in July. Now it, it lowered his ERA to two point oh eight. It was yeah. middle three. You so. think you think the Tigers could get something big for Lorenzen? Because um, like, like my thing is with the Orioles, like you have a farm system where you could go get a Verlander or a Scherzer or, uh, or that big name starter Blake Snell. Like you don't have to go to the margins and get a Lorenzen or a Savali or somebody. Well, I'm not saying like you those aren't good guys to add, but they could use a, a top of the rotation guy. Well, I think Lorenzen could fit that, but I think they need multiple, and I don't know if they blow it up for one major yeah, guy. Uh, and they need multiple. I mean, you're looking at Bradish and Kyle, Kyle Gibson, Gibson are your top two starters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little rough. Tough sledding there for the Orioles, uh-huh. and they want to stay on top of that very, very stacked division. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Angels, go back out west. We know they just got Giolito, but they need a right-handed bat. Maybe Paul DeYoung for them? Yeah, I think because you went and got Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez, you've addressed the rotation. So why don't you go a little bit small and get a right-handed bat that's got sneaky pop in Paul DeYoung. With an offense that, I mean, granted, it's led by Otani, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but because, like, you don't know the state of Mike Trout moving right. forward, like, you could use some some offense. Mm-hmm. And not that Paul DeYoung is a liability defensively, but he, we all know he's more of an offensive guy. Right. So I think Paul DeYoung could be a sneaky ad for the Angels. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I like Paul DeYoung going out west and playing with the Angels. Uh, the Red Sox out east up in Boston. Boston. Uh, they definitely need an offensive They don't got Tommy. <laughs> but they, they, or, they, or, or they, Schwoba. They don't got Schwoba no more, too, because he's down yeah. in Philly. Uh-huh. He's down in Philly eating them cheesesteaks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they need an offensive shortstop, and I think Tim Anderson of the Chicago that White Sox. makes a lot of sense. He's a massive fit there. And I think – Anderson just needs a uh, change of scenery yeah. from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, send him to Boston. I think that's a huge play. Boston also needs some starting pitching. Maybe Scherzer here mm. going there. I I wouldn't hate on it. They've got a little bit of room. They're always willing to spend. So <laughs> Yeah, um, that's right. And uh or I, I wouldn't mind a Jordan Montgomery either. Yeah. Uh going here yeah. as well. That actually probably makes more sense than a Scherzer. Because I know, like, when you look at Boston, like, okay, Chris Sale will be back. Uh, Tanner Houck. Like, they have some guys coming back that 
will help the like the, the starting pitching. Mm-hmm. But like outside of Sale, it's like what Bayo, yeah, like and Paxton, yeah, and Paxton. So like they they could use the top of the rotation guy. Scherzer would make a lot of sense for them, but uh, I don't. Who knows what the? I mean, the Mets need to blow it up, but like, who knows what they what they're gonna do? What about uh, Lance Lynn? I know that I, I only, like that. The only problem is, I mean, he when he gives up contact, it's hard contact. And yeah. With that short porch and yeah. the green monster, that might be a problem. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the Yankees bullpen left-handed bat. Who do we got in mind? Maybe a Bellinger here for a left-handed bat for yeah. them. Uh, bullpen, maybe Hater. I was gonna say, you think Hater? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they go after a Hater. Maybe they go after some fringe it's, pieces. It's so crazy the that the too. Yankees are in last place. Yeah, it is like crazy. they're still like in the mix, like they're above five hundred. Yeah, but like they're in last place. Well, I mean, in the wild card standing, they're they're two and a half out of the wild card. Yeah, so like a good week. Yeah, yeah, a good week. I mean, they went five and five this week. If they go seven and five, they're in the wild card. And with week. all due respect, the way the Rays are playing, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I a mean, good week and that their struggles continue. Yeah, Yankees could get in. Yeah, they could absolutely hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk. Padres, we already talked about their trade in Soto, Hader, and Snell. Uh, the Phillies, they need a left-handed starting pitcher and a right-handed left fielder. I think everybody's saying Tommy Pham, but that's so hard. Yeah. Uh, inner division. So who's a couple other names, maybe? Uh, well, Mark Canna's inner division, that's but like too. Tyler O'Neill from okay. the Cards, yeah, like young play. guy. I definitely think the Cards need to get him out of St. Mm-hmm. Louis, and I think it, once he gets out of St. Louis, I think you'll see the best of him. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I think I think that would make a lot of sense for the Phillies. Yeah, and then as far as the left-handed starting pitching, I've and got my Water eyes Rodriguez. on two. <laughs> yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez is a big one for me, um, and then I would also not hate on Blake Snell, but I do not think they make the move. <sighs> that to would be Blake big. Snell. But if they do get Snell, I mean, it's for me, it's either Snell or Rodriguez. And it take a take a lot to get snow. It would. Here's the other thing that I truly believe that the Phillies actually do not need the right handed left fielder because Christian Pache is he's going to come back after he's he's got that screw removed yeah. from his left his left arm. And him and Ander and, and Marsh, excuse me, not Anderson, Marsh. Yeah. Uh can platoon in left slash, you know, you you start Schwarber in left when there's a uh, a righty on the mound, like a really tough mm-hmm. righty, so Pache sits. And then, so you can do kind of two platoons with Johan Rojas and with um, and, and with uh, uh, Marsh and Pache as well yeah. as Schwarber. You can make those happen. So yeah. you can you can get Pache not in a good spot. And then, to, uh, you know, because Pache's killing left-handed pitching this year, by the way. Yeah. Massive against left-handed pitching. So I, I think... I wish that happened with us. Yeah, well, I mean, but you I were know. trying to get him to I play know. everybody. He's he's still awful against right-handed pitching. But yeah. if you can get him versus a left-hander, maybe sprinkle in some right-handers just to you know. And he's a great defender, phenomenal defender, and that's the thing. Like I, you know, between him and Schwarber and left, like obviously I'm taking Pache as a defender. Um, but Rojas is just as good as a defender in center field. Marsh is very good in center field too. So. Like that makes up for you know Nick Castellanos' shortcomings and right yeah because you're able to shade these guys over and and all the range in the world at Citizens Bank so a- am I as worried for a right-handed left fielder no so I'd rather have the starter, starter first but 
you know, if I if I can't get the starter and I'm and I'm sticking with Chris Sanchez as my fifth, who hasn't been bad as of late, but if I'm if I'm sticking with that and then I have to get a right like I need one of these things. I'd rather have the left-handed starter, yeah. but if I can't get the left-handed starter, give me the right-handed left fielder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there other teams that, you know, basically everybody's looking for fringe talent. Uh, the Texas Rangers probably need some bullpen help. I was going to say, every team always looking for bullpen. If you're in the playoffs or in the mix, you're looking for bullpen. Yeah, and, and it's all fringe stuff, but we're talking about the big ones here, and so... Uh, got to look out for the bullpen, David Robertson. David Robertson of the Mets, yes, absolutely a guy to look for. Uh, we should be talking about Lance Lynn a little bit more as well uh, to possibly make a move. Marcus Stroman, uh, you know, I'm talking starters now, but yeah, uh, I mean these these guys will probably be on the move, and it, you know, if they if even if they have an inkling of control, John, I mean Jack Flaherty, yeah, well, no, John's going someplace too. <laughs> But but Jack Flaherty's definitely on the move as well. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. John John John's sitting on his couch. Yeah. He's enjoying life. He's gonna he's gonna go to the supermarket. But Jack Flaherty's going to another team. Yeah. That's that's what we have to talk about. If you don't know the joke, I said John Flaherty one day. It was a while ago. Jack. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, it, John Jack. It's so close. You know. Yeah, it might as well be his first name. That's fair. Fair. Let's just start calling him John. I mean, he was adopted by a by a very nice lady named Eileen. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> like, come on, Jack John, John Jack 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 John Jack 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 Jack. <laughs> I'm not gonna go with that one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the potential teams of the trade deadline. We're gonna do a full trade deadline breakdown. Probably a live special, maybe. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But there's definitely going to be some live tweeting going on mm-hmm. uh, for Parker and I about the deadline. But when we return, we're getting ready for the gridiron season. We haven't hit the uh, the spot where we start talking, you know, who we got for divisions. Yeah. Even though I do have a couple bets in already for the NFL season. But NFL news right around the bend. <laughs> Welcome back. Jumping into the last segment of the day, NFL news. Some crazy things actually happened over the weekend yeah, some, that we definitely need to talk about. Some big news. Big news. Um, you know, and, and, you know, some lighter news. And then something that could very well impact a lot of playoff scenarios. Oh, yeah. If it were worse. But as of right now, it's looking like it's pretty tame. Let's talk about the uh, a couple quarterbacks that have made some splashy news with some contracts. Parker, start about... Talk about our guy. We're Herbert guys, and uh, he signed a five-year, $262.5 million extension with the Chadges. Makes so much sense. I mean, we both love Herbert, but everybody loves Herbert because he's super talented, and it made a lot of sense for the Chargers to lock him up because that's who you want under center for the next, not just five years, but longer than that if he keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little concerned with $52.5 million a year. Yeah. But at the same time, that's where... That's where we're headed. Contracts are going. That's so where we're headed. I guess that you know. I guess it makes it makes, and everybody was complaining about Patrick Mahomes getting that <laughs> yeah. five hundred million over ten years, but I mean it's looking like a steal as of right now. Oh yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers restructures his deal with the Jets, and what it essentially does is it it lengthens out the cap hit, creates three dummy years on the backside of fourteen million twice, and then seven million at the end, and this was a move to purely free up some cap room. Both this year and next. What that could lead to? 
Dalvin Cook. Yeah, there's reports out there that says Dalvin Cook is going to be a Jet by the end of this weekend. That would be ugh, that's a huge like if the Jets get Dalvin Cook, Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, like Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Like that their offense, man. That that offense could make some moves. And their defense ain't too shabby. It's yeah. never been their defense. Honestly, I was gonna say, honestly, the defense hasn't been the biggest problem for the Jets. It's making my uh Jets to make the playoff bet look a little bit sweeter. Oh yeah. So, uh, no, I still don't like him to win the division, to be clear. But <laughs> Yeah, let's not go that far. But <laughs> it is it is definitely something that makes you a little bit scarier. Uh, running backs getting undervalued as of yeah. right now. Let's talk about probably the biggest one. Saquon. Uh, Saquon, after threatening a holdout, he finally gets a deal. But it's it's a mediocre That's one a at best. Deal. Yeah, I mean, a one year, $11 million, And of that $11 million, he's still got to earn almost a million of it, nine point. Yeah. Uh, nine hundred nine thousand is incentive based, so he's not even getting the full eleven off the jump. I think it's like six million guaranteed. Uh, then he's got you know bonuses and whatever. Yeah. Like this, this is not like massive for running backs. I mean, there was yeah. a couple others that didn't get uh, what we thought they were going to get anyway. Too Tony, Tony Pollard. Yeah, uh, I know. I know Jonathan Taylor. Like I know the Colts wanted to lock him or hopefully locked him up, but they, they got nowhere close. And I know his agents come out and said, like, a deal with the Colts is unlikely. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate for my my, my Colts. Right. But, uh, Josh Jacobs didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't get it. I mean, there's running backs are getting undervalued, and, and I get it. I, I understand under, yeah. they're a dime a dozen. And I understand, like, we're in the state where – Every team, it's a dual running back situation. Like you're not just handed off to one guy yeah. thirty times a game. Um, but that doesn't mean like they're not valuable, right? Like when when you uh, draft in the first round in fantasy football, you know what you're trying to get in the first couple rounds, running back. Yeah, but you're not this year now. Like it, if you look at some mock fantasy football drafts this year, it is not running backs. You're going at, you're going after the prime time wide receivers and like the only the only reason you're taking running back now is is like late in the first because you didn't get one of the six top six wideouts in justin jefferson to jamar chase That's uh funny. devonta adams shockingly enough uh would you take a quarterback before you took a running back no i still take running back <laughs> okay. before i take quarterback okay because, okay because if you're not getting patrick mahomes like there's no there's no quarterback that like Justin Herbert. <laughs> well, no, but like I know, I know he's he's not value rated, right? Like right. he, you know, you're taking right now in fantasy drafts, and I know we're going off on a segment here. Right now, uh, Travis Kelsey is outranking some running backs right now. Yeah. If you're not getting Christian McCaffrey, right? I was gonna say the only like legit running back that you might take number one right. is McCaffrey, and. You know, like if you're not getting him, if you're not getting Bijan, you're taking Kelsey before, before everybody else. Like so, Eckler, yeah, maybe, maybe Eckler. And yeah. it's shocking to think of that, but like Saquon, now that he got yeah. his money, he's a safe play now. And you never would have thought that last year, but right, yeah, like I mean, there's, there's way, way, way too much devaluing the running backs right now. Yeah. That wide receiver is going to be the first five off the board in mm-hmm. fantasy drafts this year. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the fact that, you know, we got to have some guys covering those crazy wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, cornerback Trevion Diggs signs a five-year, ninety-seven million dollar extension to stay with Dallas. Um, and then protecting the quarterback, as we've always talked about, and once you once you buy the mortgage, you got to get the insurance. So uh, yeah. the the Giants they they get their insurance and Andrew Thomas signing a five-year, one hundred seventeen point five million dollar extension. So the he Giants. will be there the entire time. Danny Jones is. The Giants have actually had a pretty good offseason. Not bad. Yeah. I mean, and not just this move, just their draft was good. Yeah. And, you know, now you're protecting Danny Dimes. So. Yeah. I mean, whether he ends up being yeah. that guy, we're right. yet to be seen. Right. But, uh, right. Um, Joe Burrow. Let's yeah. talk about, let's talk about, you know, the, yeah. the bad news that happened. Today. The big news. Uh, he got carted off the field today. Yeah. However. The only nice thing for Cincinnati fans, before you go and jump off a bridge, Cincinnati fans, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a calf strain. So now it's not it's not like what I did to my knee. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> you know he blew it up, but like yeah, as a calf strain that that can be problematic. Oh sure. So they're gonna. I mean, if if I'm Cincinnati, I lock him down for three Ooh, weeks yeah. and say, hey, listen, you're not touching the ball till the second preseason game. And 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 we'll we'll figure it out because yeah. you want that soft tissue to heal fully. Yeah. Before you get out there, because you, you don't want that acting up. This yeah. Season. No. Because if if you if you come back too quickly, it's not that he can't play through it. Right. But it will be there all year. All year. And, all you, year. and you don't want that. No. No, you'd rather him not play week one, and play healthy weeks two through eighteen. Mm-hmm. Then then come week one and then be be hurt come week yeah. seven yeah so like that's you know what you got so yeah definitely something there um but yeah running backs undervalued quarterbacks getting way valuable <laughs> yeah uh wide receivers getting valuable mm-hmm. i don't know of many uh you know draft picks that haven't signed their tender as of right now i know the eagles finished signing theirs with ringo anthony um, richardson signed yeah happy about that for a lot for a lot, like yeah. a lot more than I think he should have. What was yeah. it? Four years, like thirty nine. Yeah. Or was it thirty? No, it's thirty, almost thirty four. Yeah, it was thirty three point nine five, something like that. Yeah, thirty thirty three point nine nine. I think is what he said. And that's crazy, considering he 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 probably won't be the starter week one. No, I don't think like he will. Gardner Minshew will probably be the starter week one. The stash, the stash, the stash. Yeah, I'm Minshew cool. Mania. I'm cool having Minshew and in, Indy, in, in but I mean, look, do I think Anthony Richardson's going to play this year? Yes, I do. But I think I think the Colts are going to play it smart. He's going to have to have a like an amazing camp mm-hmm. to be Week One starter, right? Um, I'm not saying that's impossible, but mm-hmm. I I I doubt it. The odds are against him being Week One starter, which is why you brought in Minshew, right? So. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of money for a guy that has a lot to work on. Yeah, way too early Super Bowl pick. Go. I'll 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 take the safe bet. Give me Kansas City. Okay, I'm gonna take my birds. <laughs> Shocker. I mean, they had such a good off season. I don't know if you saw. Dude, I know they had a great draft. They've had a really good off season. And. And there was a picture that came out of Jordan Davis. Um, that kid's a monster. He dropped weight in his midsection, uh-huh. 
And he's he is an absolute monster. You working on dropping weight in the midsection? Bruh. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. I wish, dude. He looks incredible. He looks like a force to be reckoned with. So yeah. Look out for Philly this year. Um, let's go ahead. We and already just, knew that. Well, yeah, but like <laughs> I know, I know, dude. I, I'm telling you, I I feel something special coming on for yeah, sure. I wouldn't say that. You you threw me off guard there. To be honest, I, I get it. I was not thinking of Super Bowl. Pick, I know, I know, but uh, I, I know I hit that. you early. But if you want more of those predictions, yeah. more of those types of predictions, uh-huh. we're bringing them in the next couple of weeks. We got one more week of regular. I'm in LA after that, and then yeah. right after I come back, I'm gonna miss you. I know, buddy. We're gonna <laughs> be hitting the divisions hard. Like we're gonna be, you know, we're gonna be putting baseball. I know, shockingly enough, put us. Putting baseball on the back burner for a week or two and talking purely NFL, getting ready for the season. Man, it's just around the corner. I mean, we are are a month and a half away from the the Thursday night game. I'm excited. Even though my team doesn't get a nationally televised game this year, and, I mean, we're we're competing for the number one pick, Mm -hmm. I'm still excited. Well, I mean, I've got got Sunday ticket from YouTube, so – can we get a sponsor YouTube, please? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, like, I got – I mean, I got it. So, like, I'm going to be watching basically every game, so it's going to be a decent time. Now, I know you want to watch NFL, but you also want to listen to us more and hear us more, and you definitely want to find out about those uh, live trade deadline tweets that we're going to be throwing out. Parker, tell the people where they can find us. You can find us at the Sports GPS on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're, we're going to be active. We're yeah. going to be active. I know it's a Tuesday. I know people work. We work. Trust me, I wish I was off that day yeah. to just lock in. But we're, we're going to do our best to keep you live updated on the trade deadline. Yeah, it's going to be a, a really good time. I can't wait. Uh, this is where you know teams seal their fate. Yeah. And this is where our eliminator picks are going to get crazy. It's the, been rough. The last It's been rough for me, bro. It has been. It has been. You've lost the last couple. I feel bad. That's a lot no, of red on our, on our sheet. It's a lot of red <laughs> on your sheet. You've lost three straight, my dude. Dude, I know. You've lost three straight with a sweep in there too. And I and I thought this last week I picked the Marlins. I'm thinking, you know what? I thought you were good. But I really did think you were good. But man. Have they lost like eight in a row? Yeah, they something did. like that. Yeah, they they have lost. They are two and eight in their last ten. It was a win, eight straight, and then they won uh, last night yeah. to break the eight game win streak. Yeah, losing streak or whatever. It is funny though. Like so, we we post the eliminator pick usually on Tuesdays. This yeah. week we just posted it tonight. Why? Because I forgot. Why? Because me and CJ don't necessarily have to talk about it because I all I have to do is look at our spreadsheet. Yeah, and it's. Who do the who do the Oakland A's play? More more often than not, so that's correct. I I kind of I forgot because I don't want to pick the same team as CJ. That's not fun. So <laughs> well, you couldn't this week because I'm taking the Rockies and you've already yeah, taken I already them. taken them and and they they did good for me. They did good for you, but uh, the Marlins didn't. They're on my list. They <laughs> they were already on your hatred list. No yeah. Uh, just to go over the standings, I am 14 and three is my record with nine sweeps. Uh, Parker, after his three three weekend slide, is now twelve and five. We with were so five close. Sweeps. Yeah, we were. I mean, we were even on sweeps. Even. We were kind of close. Yeah, and then I've had. And then you're just sweet. I've had a good run. Stinking A's. I've had a come on, JJ Bleday. 
Help me out. You have lost three straight, and I've had three straight sweeps. I know. <laughs> you, you say that like I don't know, CJ. <laughs> because on Sunday afternoons, I'm thinking, okay, let's – and I go, you know, see how my team is doing, and then I go, okay, I know CJ picked them. So I'm, I'm like, dang it, they won, they won, they won. <laughs> but, uh, you know – I've actually had four of the last five I've picked have swept. Stinking A's. <laughs> you know, when we do this next year, because we're going to do this again next year. Yep. We, we're going to, we have to make some more rules. We're, we can't just like dial in on the worst team. Who do they play? <laughs> we, we can't, we, I can't let you do that next year. Why not? It's a beautiful strategy. Because you're going to win every year. <laughs> you could pick the same teams as me. That would not be fun. It would not be fun, but it would so be a I'm, strategy. I'm posting on Twitter. Oh, CJ and Parker's eliminator picks. Whoever the A's play, that's not that's not fun. All right, so then next year we'll have to do it as like a draft where who do the Nationals? Play? I I pick I can pick I pick first the one week, then you pick first the next week, and then you could take my A's pick. Because I will say early on, you would always like I would be like CJ, who you got? And he would always pick the team that I had my eye on. <laughs> Well, now, in all fairness, I gave you the Diamondbacks. Oh, thank you, CJ. And, and I took the Royals because they faced the A's that weekend. <laughs> yeah. And they, failed failed the me, and they failed me. Yeah, I mean, really, this year it's like, okay, who do the A's play? Who do the Royals play? That's 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 kind of your motif here. Yeah. No, Which it is, has Look, been. it's smart. Until you're, you get, you're until you get go- towards the end. You're going to beat me. <laughs> I, because the last three weeks... I've gone in the cellar. Yeah. And uh I there's really no hope unless the A's catch fire. Which won't happen. Which is not gonna happen. I mean it, it might happen this way. I like I mean the Rockies are they're selling. So I'm not I'm not 100% are they, are they in Colorado? Yeah. That helps me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. All right, well, as we've already said, that's going to wrap it up for this episode, Season 4, Episode 9. Uh, can't wait for Tuesday's trade deadline. Check us out there. Can't wait for NFL football. That's right around the bend. Um, looking forward to it. For all of us here at the Sports GPS, Parker White, CJ Holly. thanks for stopping by. Oh, thank you.